Hi, my name is Rhonda Delamornier, and I just want to share a little part of my story with you. Um, and the reason I'm sharing this is because um, today I, I found out that someone um, passed away, and, and she was young, and um, and she was someone I was praying for. And um, it's it's really hard to hear when things like that happen, and. Um, and it touches me in a special way because uh, a, a few years ago, I almost passed away and um, very came very very close to it. And, um, and so when when things like this happen, it's hard to talk about. <laughs> so it's important to talk about. But um, it's it, it hits me because I I tend to wonder like why did that person go to heaven and I didn't? And so. Anyway, I just thought, I, I'm, I don't talk about this, it's hard, kind of, you know, I talk about a lot of things, and everyone who knows me knows that um, I love to talk, and I love the, I love Jesus, and I love people, but um, this is still kind of fresh, and so I don't always share about, um, a lot about this, but anyway, I wanted to just, I thought it was important to share about today, because there's so much hope um, in sharing the hard things that we go through and um, and how we got through those and so um, anyway I'm gonna try and get through this I have my tissue just in case but um, and I and I don't want to talk about me I want to talk about the Lord because um, he was really really close to me that day and he's been close to me um, all the days but it's amazing how he shows up in those moments and sometimes we wonder like where's God when the crazy is happening and um, in a, in the crisis moments and um, I was I happened to be one of those people my husband and I who, who survived one of those crisis moments and and so I, I want to just share my perspective and um, hopefully this might be a blessing to someone uh, and anyway so what happened was is um, Back in 2013, in May of 2013, I, I had a, I experienced a stroke, and um, it was I was an elementary school counselor at the time, and I was actually at work when it happened, and so um, it was very shocking, <laughs> and I, I found out there was a lot of confusion, but um, it, anyway, it, it, I actually came through it pretty well. Um, I I did have some deficits, but I, I came home, I was still recovering, um, very, very weak and a lot of weakness on my left side and a lot of mental confusion still, but I, I came home and I noticed I was having trouble breathing, um, but I, I didn't I didn't think anything of it because, because of the trauma my body had just been through, but uh, I was home for a few days and um, I happened to be uh, my next door neighbor who had three little kids and um, I would always watch them. They would come over and they were just precious and they were part of our everyday uh, existence and we would just, they would come over all the time and uh, just very, we were friendly with our neighbors and we, we still are so, but um, anyway, so they, I was over there watching um, her little, uh, little boys 
um, this day and I noticed I was having a lot of trouble breathing. And the same day I was having this trouble breathing and I just gotten home from the hospital and our life was kind of like crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, we had, had, when we got home from the hospital for my stroke, we had discovered we had a flood in our house. One of our um, pipes had overflown in our bathroom and so my one of our children's room was completely flooded. It was like when it rains, it pours literally. And so I was like thinking, oh no, I do not want to tell my husband I'm having trouble breathing because the last thing we want to do is um, go back to the hospital and, you know, thinking about, you don't want to add any more problems, but I literally could, was having trouble breathing. <laughs> and so I was trying to think of how to manage this without, without alarming him because he already had so much on his plate. And so anyway, I was, um, I, I so I tried to call the, um, nurse hotline and she could tell, you know, she said, you need to call an ambulance. You're, I can tell you can't breathe very well. And so by this point, I could, I started losing feeling in my legs and um, just couldn't feel my feet too well anymore. And I started starting to get a little bit panicked. So I um, went ahead and um, I was feeling pretty weak. So I, I got um, a hold of my husband. I can't fully remember how. I think I sent one of my kids over to grab him and um, he came and picked me up and we started rushing to the emergency room. Um, in my mind, I was thinking, still not thinking this is that big of a deal, but um, I could still breathe, but my breath was, it was getting harder and harder to breathe. Like if you can imagine going, taking a deep breath, I couldn't do that. <laughs> it was, um, felt like I could only maybe take a half, if maybe even less than a half of a, a breath in. And so, um, the, ho the hospital that I just left, um, was the closest, but I didn't want to go to that one. I wanted to go to a better hospital, which was a bad choice. We should have gone to the closest hospital, but, um, Anyway, so it was in a, a town, the next town over, and um, we had to cross the bridge. And during during the time we got close to the bridge, I started realizing, oh my gosh, um, I think I might pass away right now. Um, and it, physically, what was happening is um, I started losing. Um, I was my breaths became a lot more shallow. And I um, began losing feeling. I couldn't feel my arms. I couldn't feel any part of my body. And it felt like, almost like um, whenever you are, I don't know how to describe it. Um, my oxygen tank was just going on empty. I just couldn't feel. I couldn't feel. I didn't have any energy. I couldn't even lift my hand, lift my arm. Couldn't even lift my little pinky. Uh, finger. It was, and then next thing you know, I was, um, I, and it, people say you think about in your last moments, like, did you spend enough time with the kids? Um, all that stuff. I wasn't thinking about any of that. I, I was, I was kind of panicking. Um, I was really, really concentrating on, on trying to just breathe. Um, I became very, very aware of, my um breath and just concentrate on every single breath and um one thing i did think about and the first thought outside of that 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 came to mind was this breath is so easy to breathe but i can't do that right now and 
I became very aware that of time and my body and how even our breath is just borrowed from God and he can take it back like that. And it felt to me at that moment like that was my time to give him back his breath because I couldn't, it was being, it felt like it was being taken from me. And so I, I literally could not breathe. And so I felt, the last thing I felt was my face. I couldn't feel my face anymore. I could barely move my lips. And I told my husband, I'm dying. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And and um, we by this point we were going across the bridge, um, almost to the hospital. I remember hearing um, him on the phone. I remember hearing. Um, the panic in his voice, and and I, I don't remember everything he was saying because the next thing that happened is, hello, my puppy came to join me, and the next thing that happened is um, all of a sudden I remember that I couldn't, I didn't have to breathe anymore, and I felt such peace. I felt complete peace, and what I now know is I had passed out, and I don't know if, if I... I don't believe I died, but I do believe I was so close to death that I actually was experiencing something outside of my body at this point because I remember looking over at the water. Granted, I, I couldn't move, so this, I don't know how I was doing this, but um, I had just not been able to move a complete part of me. But I remember thinking, God, this whole world is so beautiful. How have I ever missed this? And thinking, wow. This is amazing. And it was like I was seeing the whole world through new eyes. Like I was seeing the whole world through the eyes of God, through the eyes of Jesus. And it all I could see was beauty. I couldn't see any of the bad stuff, only the good stuff. And I could feel under my head, like I could feel Jesus' hands right here, but I couldn't see anything. All I could see was the world around me. And I just felt such peace. I felt amazing, amazing peace. And um, and it just was crazy because I, in that moment, I, I wasn't thinking about, um, I wasn't thinking about anything. I wasn't worried about anything. I wasn't aware of anything other than I was so thankful and so blessed and I was at such peace. And, and I knew this. I knew that I belonged to God. I knew I belonged to Jesus and that I was His. And it was so real and tangible to me at that moment. And and I, it, there was no doubt about it. And it was probably one of the most profound moments of my entire life. And um, what I now know is that I, was, I had a, a, two pulmonary embolisms in my lungs and um, I have a blood clotting disorder. And so um, I had a stroke and I also have a heart defect, but we didn't know that at that point. And so it was, it's been a long, long journey. Um, 
with my health and I that was the closest call I had to to dying but I've went through a long few year process after that of just being really 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 weak um not able to even get up sometimes to 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 take care of my children not being able to take care of myself or even sometimes go to the bathroom by myself I'm in the hospital um I, it was it's been a, a hard it's been the most beautiful perfect mess which is the name of the bible study I teach but it's it's been it's been a mess because it's been hard but it's been perfect because I've learned to rest in the perfection of Christ along the way and um and I, I love I think of that moment as a gift because um it took away my fear of dying it took away my fear of just meeting God one day and and not and knowing I, I know what it's it's like to meet him and I am still afraid of, of that process of dying because it was scary but I'm not afraid of death because I know who I believed um, there was a time in my life when when I made the choice to put my hope in Jesus there was a time when I even despite all of my mistakes, and I've made so many, I have lived a very filthy life at one point. Um, but there was a time when I said, I'm not going to trust in that anymore. I'm not going to walk that way anymore. I'm going to put my hope in Jesus. And I became a child of God, and I became a whole new creation. Um, and there's in Psalm 27, verse starting in, in verse 11, it says, Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me on level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have risen against me and they breathe out violence. But I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait upon the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait upon the Lord. I believe I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I, I believe we're living in a world where there's so much violence and there's so much um, lies and there's just stuff being breathed out all the time that is not of God. But God promises us that he's with us and that he's teaching us to walk in the land of the living and he's living here with us and amidst us even while we were, li we're living in this messy place and he's teaching us to live with him and to walk with him in the midst of it and even to bring his life in the midst of it. And so I'm so blessed that he left me here a little bit longer to share that. Uh, and one other thing I would like to share is is the, the long journey of healing. Sometimes we we know someone who gets sick and we think they're either going to die or they're going to get better real quick. But sometimes it's not. In my in my case, it, it wasn't and it still isn't. I have a pacemaker right now. I have. Um, I don't know that I'll ever have the strength that I used to have or the, I definitely won't have the life I used to have. But this I do know. I have a faith that I wouldn't trade any of that for. I have a faith and a solidarity in Christ that I wouldn't trade having the healthiest body, all the money in the world. wouldn't trade anything in the world for. And, um, and I thank God for that. Because when I was laying in the hospital bed and I couldn't see past my next moment how I was going to get from here to there, how I was going to get from here to the toilet. Jesus helped me and he helped me trust him and he helped me know that it's not about anything you can do for me, Rhonda. It's about what I've come to do for you because you're my child and I'm holding you and I am 
I'm keeping you and I'm keeping you on my love and through my love you're going to become everything I want you to be and maybe I don't want you to be some person that goes out and does amazing things in the world because I already am amazing right here in you I'm amazing just because you're my child and so someone has got to need to hear that just because I know I needed to hear it I thought I had made so many mistakes and so often I thought um I served God out of almost unbelief that I really was amazing in Him. And I didn't understand how much He loved me and how much rest there was in just His love for me. And that even if I could just lay there and breathe in a hospital bed, that that was enough for Him because I knew He loved me and I knew that I was enough in Him. And that if I could never get out of that bed, that Jesus loved me, this I know. And that I, I was going to learn who I was in his word. I was going to stand in who I was in his word, even if I couldn't physically stand up ever again. And it's just been a precious life, just knowing God, walking with him. And I'm so blessed every, get, every moment beyond that, every step I get to take, every person I get to meet beyond that. And so I just wanted to share with you. And sometimes we get scared when we see people die. We get scared when we ourselves face death. But really, um, there's a scripture in Deuteronomy 30. Um, God shared with shared these scriptures with me during my healing journey when I was really um, struggling. He said, "I set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life that you may and your offspring may live. For I am your life and your length of days, Rhonda. I have already chosen life for you, and you chose life in me. So you just keep walking in life." Because even when we die, we're walking into the greatest life we've ever known. We're just walking out of this body that's temporary. And we're walking into the great unknown. We're walking into the life un, life amazing that we've um, never experienced before. Life eternal. And so it's not a death. It's a, it's a moving into the fullness of life. And it's a, it's a precious peace that we've never known here in this world. So I love you. I thank you for letting me share part of my story with you, and thank you for listening. And I pray for those of you who, who don't know Jesus, that um, you'll ask him um, to meet you in his word, and you'll just look at the Bible. And if you don't believe or if you have struggled trusting, I, I, I can get that. I, I, had, I had a lot of trust issues with God and with people, but I just eventually said, if you're real, um, I'm going to read your word and show yourself to me. And, and, I, and he did. And uh, he can be counted on to do that. And uh, if you know him, but you've drifted, get back in with him. And um, and if you if you know him and you haven't drifted, oh, I just bless you. And um, and thank you for for listening to my story. God bless you today. And um, thank you.